It's the Duffin' Up Podcast. All right, Duff Daddies and Duff Mamas, we have on a very, very special guest for you this week. This man has created an absolute revolution in the game of golf. <laughs> it is not equipment. It is not golf balls. It is not golf bags. It is deciding that a hot dog is no longer good enough for the turn, that a hot dog needs to be in its right place in the garbage, and instead, we will be having tacos at the turn from now on. That is right. Short rib tacos, birria tacos, chicken tacos, (laughs) fried shrimp tacos, fish tacos. We will have tacos at the turn from now on. We welcome on Nelson Castro from Tacos at the Turn. Nelson, how are you doing this evening? Doing great, man. Thank you so much for that great introduction. And man, I don't know if I can say anything to follow that up, like, <laughs> but I'm really hyped up now for sure. <laughs> I, I pride myself. I pride myself on the introduction. So we do our best on that side, but I will say I am so happy that you were able to make it on this week. I know we've kind of pushed the dates around a little bit, but I definitely I wanted that. to first, yeah. first question. Why is the hot dog no longer good enough for the turn? Well, look, nothing really against a hot dog, okay? It's a fine food, but it's had its time, right? <laughs> it's like, it's kind of like a metaphor for what's going on in golf now, you know, out with the old and with the new. You know, golf is different now. Um, you can think of the the hot dog as old and crusty <laughs> and flavorless. Now we're on to something better, right? We're on to a different game. We're on to a different food at the turn, and that's tacos at the turn. I love it. I, I mean, I, I know we've said it before, but I absolutely love it. This is fantastic. <laughs> That's a flawless answer. I absolutely agree. I, I'm all in. Count me in. Yeah, but you know you know that this is still really controversial, though, right? <laughs> like, it's I'm, quite a divisive issue in America. <laughs> I'm a hot dog guy, and I, I approve of your answer. I, I love hot dogs. <laughs> I am I, so excited that you are bringing this into light because people like me who – don't really care for hot dogs like I don't I don't hate them but I just like I I don't love buying hot dogs because I don't enjoy them as much Mm -hmm. as other people so I've always been looking for this alternative uh way of nourishment at the turn usually I just turn to a snicker bar or like a uh, they have like a tuna sandwich or a sausage but um uh tacos uh count me in 10 times out of 10 we get some breakfast tacos if it's early in the morning for those down there you in go. Texas there. <laughs> um, and then we also just have um, tacos all day, every day. Count me in. Breakfast, lunch, <laughs> and dinner. Fish and ta- midnight snack. <laughs> I mean, that Why is not? the next that is the next question, isn't it? What is the best type of taco to have at the turn? All right. So you have to make it so that it's good for the masses, right? Something that everything's that everybody's gonna like. So mm-hmm. it has to be a taco de carne asada, carne asada taco, a steak taco, right? Mm-hmm. That's what's going to be appealing to the most number of people. But, you know, there's so many uh, other meats out there that are so good. I just think that people don't don't know about them. Um, so, you know, we also have to educate people about the different types of tacos that are available out there. I was about to say an El Pastor taco at the turn might be might mm-hmm. be one of the best might be one of the best things that I could ever imagine. Just got that nice little in there. Oh, the <laughs> unbelievable. 
or a, yeah. so i think abiria might be oh. too, and and i want to hear your thoughts on this because now that we've gone from what's the best taco at the turn what would be a taco that is too messy so you think of the hot dogs you got chili cheese dogs can't have that at the turn most of the time a hot dog with mustard you got to put the mustard at the bottom because if it goes on it you're screwed especially if you're wearing a white shirt what would be a taco that you're just like honestly we can't we can't have you you're gonna fall out you're gonna it's gonna be ruined <laughs> everything like that i think you already said it right the birria taco and that's because of all the juices right the broth and mm -hmm. especially um well in a little bit, I want to know how the taco scene is in your area, but oh, if you know about birria good. tacos, <laughs> <laughs> but obviously you know about birria tacos, so, mm -hmm. you know, something going on there. So usually you get birria tacos and you have like the broth that you can dip it in, right? So that can get messy. I don't think that would work in a golf cart uh, unless you don't mind a bunch of spots on your shirt. Don't wear a white polo, okay? <laughs> Driving around. Yeah. Or, you know, somebody, have you guys seen, uh, what is it, the, the hot dog caddy? Oh, is that have the, you seen that? Yeah, is that what the uh, holder? Is it clip clip onto the cart? Yeah. Or... <laughs> yes, yes, I have seen so, that. You know, That's unbelievable. Somebody has to invent the taco caddy. <laughs> Did Help tacos me. at the turn just as well as with their apparel just come up with another a, a new hey, taco? Maybe caddy? so, man. Very oh, inventive wow. over here. <laughs> that no, but I. Oh, sorry. I 100% agree with you, Nelson. I think the birria is just. It's a little. It is delicious. It is, it is, most of the time it is pan fried to perfection, but it's just a little too messy. Just a yes. little, little too messy for, for the turn. Yeah. And messy, messy's fine, but not when, you know, you're on the golf course. And, and I'm driving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're one of those guys. So you may probably end up in the bunker or something. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, I often forget I'm driving and, and that's, that's when we end up going off the path where we need to be going. I get a little distracted. But Tim, you were going to ask a question. I saw, so you're talking. Well, no, I I think normalized, normalize and just make tacos the only option at every single turn across <laughs> the country. But have it be regional. Like if you say I go to Maine, I'm going to have a lobster taco. If I go to oh, Texas, gosh. I'm going to have a brisket taco. Wow. <laughs> go to I don't know, like New Mexico, I'm going to have like a legit taco. And Florida, you got a gator taco. No, no, I've, no. I've had I've had gator taco before. Really? <laughs> and guess what? Tastes like chicken. That's, nice. That's the problem. It really does. And I hate I hate those stupid freaking dinosaurs. Oh my god, they're the absolute worst. But what can you do? The most exotic I've gone, which isn't really that exotic, but it's definitely the most unique taco I have, was just like cow tongue. It's just like the most chewy, chewy, okay. yeah, chewy taco I've ever had. Yeah. Um, Did but, you like it? Yeah, I loved it. It was great. It was fantastic. Yeah, it's great. It just my jaw was exhausted. <laughs> I was so let me tell you yeah. real quick, <laughs> real quick. When I was younger, my mom would cook that for us, like for dinner. Really? And we'd be like, oh, that's so nasty. Especially when you see it at the store, like at the supermarket, and they have that big ass tongue sitting there in the case. Yeah. You're like, oh, gosh, that's nasty. But it's, I think this happens to a lot of us. All the stuff that you hated as a kid, like that, like that your mom used to cook, now you love it, right? Because oh that's God. one of my favorite tacos too, the lengua taco. Mm. What What is your favorite taco of all? So my favorite is a tripas. Okay. So that's uh, beef intestine, and uh, yeah, another thing that sounds nasty, right? No. But like a tripe, like tripe, basically. So yeah, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Interesting. When it's cooked, just 
right, like at the right crispiness, it's just so flavorful and so good, man. I love it. Oh, that yeah. does sound good. Oh, that really does sound good. Yeah, you're right. You can fuck <laughs> anything the right way. It's like bluefish. If you catch a bluefish, people are like, ah, bluefish is terrible. You can't eat that. But if you cook it the right, cook anything the right way, you know, it's edible. And I, I, I'm with you, Brian. I do like the beef tongue. I had that once. And uh, I'm in, what do you call it? Drepas? Drepas? Drepas. T-R-I-P-A-S. Oh, I'm going to have to try that. Yeah. So, guys, let me know. How is the taco scene over there? You guys are from garbage. the Boston area? Garbage. Boston-ish. Garbage, garbage, garbage. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. There's some There's some good spots. But, like, yeah, no, it's... uh, it's, A lot of it's, chains. Like, a lot of local chain restaurants yeah. um, that are... Like mass produced, it's it's like okay. a little bit, a little bit like above. It's above Chipotle, but it's it's nothing compared. I mean, I have one one place down the road for me, uh, Burrow Bar. It's like the best taco I've had in Boston easily, okay. and um, but it, those tacos are like like eight dollars one t- for one taco, or even more than that. And it's like, yeah, oh wow, <laughs> yeah, it, they're like eight dollar tacos, but it but it is honestly one of the best tacos. They got the homemade um tortillas the corn tortillas and, oh nice which yeah. is like any and the flour ones as well so i'm like this is actually really good and it's and it's not it's not a chain it's actually just like a one restaurant so um, yeah those are the best like the mom and pop shops the hole yeah. in the walls those are the best great yeah market. i was trying i was trying to do some research uh on Bo- the boston area and I, I didn't see much right <laughs> well first of all yeah I mean, we don't, we don't I, that's have, why we have you here we, we need don't. you we need you to come over here and help us out <laughs> this is just a plea <laughs> we do not have mexican food i mean we, there are some very good spots but like mexican food here is not like if if you got a taco here you would be like this isn't a taco this is a taco from taco bell like you know yeah I mean? like it would so you have taco bell over there Oh yeah. Oh they, yeah. Okay. We yeah. got, just, we got fourth meal. We got they fourth just meal. opened up a Taco Bell cantina right down the street for me. So it's like the one that serves the alcohol in it too. The Taco oh, wow. Cantina. So I haven't heard of those that Baja blast with a little bit of tequila or vodka or whatever kind you want to put in there. Ooh, that's, that's a late <laughs> night. I might go there tonight now. That sounds good actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's honestly like in Rhode Island, you kind of have to go to like the food trucks, that kind of scene mm-hmm. to get, that authentic, you know, mom and pop, like you were talking about, it's, it's all about the food trucks because there's, mm. yeah, that's yeah. where I had the cow tongue was that was a food truck in Rhode Island because I don't, it doesn't, it's, it was yeah, authentic. I, I definitely will say on that side too, like when you go, I mean, I was in Austin, like probably two, Austin, Texas, like two years ago, like, and the fact that they just have like trucks everywhere. And it's just like, you go into like this little area and it's like dollar tacos and they're some of the best and they're literally the best tacos you've ever eaten i'm like yep like we don't we don't have that (laughs) we we don't have that so i i would love it if we had that up here but it's too cold for taco trucks unfortunately oh i see yeah i saw that i mean i know that you have uh, a pretty good sized latino population but it's Mm-hmm. they're not mexican people right mostly like dominican dominican huge yeah. dominican and puerto rican populations up here it's it's definitely on that side so uh we have a see, sneaky yeah, amount me. of uh el salvadorians we got a lot of pupusas around me which are oh, I, love a, I love a good pupusa <laughs> <laughs> especially if they're done right there so so, uh, so here's another one of my crazy ideas okay Ooh. <laughs> here we go uh, so pupusa, is that that turn that doesn't ring <laughs> <laughs> maybe no take the, <laughs> take the pupusa and use that as the tortilla right 
and then Ooh. put your taco meat and all the stuff in it. And that's like your pupusa taco. And you can call it a putaco. <laughs> This is this is sounding like some Taco Bell stuff where they're a just throwing everything together. <laughs> that sounds kind of like a bad word, but you know. yeah, right. Yeah, it sounds like an adult film. Putaco. That's like a like a tort. <laughs> that's like a torta almost. Just just whatever you want to throw in, just throw it in there. <laughs> but no, that's a, a brilliant idea because pupusas are good on their own, and then you add in more. I'm I'm in. Take right. my money. Try it next Futakos time. at the turn. Futakos. <laughs> now, now we've graduated. Am I right? We've gone yeah. from just regular tacos now to. Yeah, we got to keep this I moving. We got to keep going forward. <laughs> Nelson, I got a question for you. As far sure. as the accompaniment of the accompaniment accompaniment of these tacos at the turn, what is the number one beverage to go with these tacos? All right. So I usually like to get uh, a Mexican Coke, or Ooh. there's a beverage company called. Jarritos, they make like all these like uh all this different soap. like fruit flavors, right? So mm-hmm. I like those. All the colorful right? drinks in the in yeah, the yeah. refrigerator. Those yeah. are awesome. The pineapple. Well, of course, yeah, pineapple for sure. And you can never go wrong with horchata either. Horchata, I love horchata. Yeah, it's or so even good. agua fresca is bomb. Oh yeah, yeah. So tamarindo, Jamaica. Yeah, you guys know what's up, dude. Yeah. I'm surprised we didn't go like like Corona or or Presidente or anything like yeah, that. Don't, like, don't get us don't get us wrong. We do we may not have the best taco places, but we still get it. We still go to all these places. It doesn't stop. I'm actually uh, I'm drinking a Corona right now. Yeah, there we go. Which I'll tell you the truth, it, it's not my favorite beer. I used to drink these like okay. crazy when I was in my 20s, but yeah, uh, I kind of grew tired of them but we had a party and we had a bunch left over so i'm just you know okay. trying to get yeah. rid of them that's <laughs> okay like, Modelo's better everyone knows Modelo's better mm-hmm. anyways <laughs> or uh, dos equis. Like, uh, have you tried dos equis? oh dos yeah is great yeah that's good even land shark yeah. is, is borderline we're a big jimmy buffett guy so land shark can touch upon that genre of okay of at least i haven't tried that uh, but we'll give it a try to ca- so Whenever there's a bit like all of the Mexican restaurants around here, they do like uh whenever they have like two dollar beers or anything like that, it's always Tecate. And yeah. uh, <laughs> and I I I I enjoy it sometimes. <laughs> Are you it, sure? It kind of depends on the can. You like the <laughs> sometimes it's good, sometimes like it's bad. The, <laughs> the happy hour, the non-existent happy hour. That the non-existent possible. happy hour, exactly. Yeah, that, that's the biggest bummer. Boston has had ha- the happy hour laws. It's been banned since when was that? I, I don't even know. The 80s. Since yeah, the, the 80s. 80s or the 70s, what? I think. Yeah, so we don't. What so does we, that mean? Happy hour is banned. So we get, they can't <laughs> do like drink. They can't do like drink specials like during like happy hour. Because um, oh, you guys get too crazy or what? <laughs> in, the 80, in the 80s, they did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Boston was a. Uh, was, I would say it was probably not the best place in the world in the 1980s. It's gotten much better. It's much, much better now. But yeah, back then it was it was an interesting place. I mean, I wasn't alive, but I've heard stories that it was an interesting place. <laughs> Bunch of bar brawls, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, those those still exist. but <laughs> The Whitey Bulger era and all, uh, all that stuff, all that good mob, mob stuff. It's all very interesting, but... No, I, I absolutely love it. And uh, and so with that, I guess, um, talking more onto it. So Tacos at the Turn, this is an idea you had 
what did what did what did you turn it into? What do uh, what do you plan to continue to grow it as? What what is tacos at the turn? Like, what's it all about? Yeah, so I always say it's uh, a brand, a movement, and a lifestyle. Right, tacos Ooh. at the turn. <laughs> but you know, that's at- the ultimate trifecta right there. <laughs> Put that on a T-shirt or something. I, I might, I might, I just might. So at, at first, you know, um, when I came back to playing golf, and then I hopped on Instagram to check out all these golf pages, right? I saw a lot going on with the cool brands, right? I'm like, damn, like I want to be a part of that. So, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to just do it. I'm not going to think about it. I'm just going to start doing it. But first I had to come up with the name. So I started brainstorming. I got my, my pen and my pad. I started writing down names, right? Um, the first one was uh, golf and tacos. But I saw that somebody already had the trademark on that. <laughs> so then oh. I suddenly, all of a sudden, tacos at the turn popped in my head i'm like yeah that's the one that's the one i just like the the sound of it the way it rolls off the tongue the meaning of it like i just thought it was perfect so i went with that you know i have my apparel i have hats it's casual golf apparel for people that play at the munis and stuff like that uh hats t-shirts hoodies um but yeah so that's what's going on on the apparel side but as far as the movement uh you know i am very interested in in uh, having tacos at the turn become a big thing, like to have actual tacos being served at the turn, having that be like the norm instead of the exception, because it's still kind of rare right now. Uh, you'll see some some courses do it. Some courses have uh, tacos available in uh, at the clubhouse, right at the restaurant. And then what's happening a lot over here in Southern California is that we're getting the taco carts out uh, on the golf course. A lot of tournaments are doing that now. Yeah, so that there's a big movement like building up in that way. Yeah. Hell yeah. Have you have you um been been able to take credit in any golf course like adapting that idea of offering tacos? Like are, are you starting this movement? So I, I pitched it I, I was in uh Vegas like last year and I went to Angel Park uh golf course and they had like a little shack at the turn where you can order food, and of course they had hot dogs. Um and then when I got back home. I made a comment on, on their Instagram, like, say, you, you should have a, a tacos of the turn at the shack. And like, oh, we're going to try to implement that as soon as possible. So I haven't heard that they've actually done it. But once they do, yes, I'll definitely take credit for that. I love that. <laughs> 100% should, by the way. You absolutely should. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Angel Park. <laughs> yeah, right. If you're listening. <laughs> uh, but no, I think you absolutely lucked out with the, the golf and tacos being taken because tacos right. at the turn rolls off much the better name. Yeah, it's much a, better name. It's a question. Tacos at the turn. It's an exclamation. <laughs> tacos at the turn. Or right, tacos right. At the turn. It's so versatile. I love there it. You that's, go. that's a commercial in itself right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's unreal. So that's I think that's totally cool. Right now, I'm just in limbo it's tuna at the turn but uh but that's not no. as uh, not as, no. as we want. <laughs> tuna at the turn all right yeah 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 we're i, I don't know if that one's gonna stick there bry guy but, <laughs> but we, but we can on work it. on it keep brainstorming so, so one of the things i definitely want to talk about nelson is you mentioned that you kind of went away from the game for a bit so i want to yeah. hear kind of your story about what got you into the game maybe as a youngster in in kind of your teen years college years and then what 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 brought you back to the game as well sure so when i was growing up there was nobody around me that played golf. I didn't know anybody that played golf. 
none of my family, none of my friends. It wasn't until I got a lot older that uh, my brothers and uh, one of my friends started playing. And they're like, you should come out with us. I'm like, no, that's, <laughs> that shit looks boring. Like, I don't want to play golf. <laughs> but they kept asking me and asking me. And one day I got out there. And of course, like, you know, everybody says I got hooked instantly after that first time. So I started playing and I started playing very regularly, uh, like once a week. Uh, but I wasn't any good. I'm still not any good, but <laughs> back hey, then. Don't worry. Really... The name of the podcast <laughs> is Duffing Up for a reason. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm at the right place. I'm at the right place. <laughs> so, you know, I wasn't very good, um, but it started getting to me. Like I would get very frustrated. I'd be out on the course, um, duffing it up, and mm -hmm. it would just get to me and I wasn't having fun. And I would tell myself, you know, I'm supposed to be having fun out here and I'm not. So I kind of just left the game alone for a while, um, for about five years, about five years, so quite a while. And then uh, the pandemic hit, and uh, that same friend that kind of brought me into it invited me out again. I'm like, you know what? I'll get out there. There's nothing else to do. So I'll, I'll go ahead and get out there. And this time, you know, I told myself, you know what? I'm just going to have fun. I'm not going to care what I shoot. I don't care. I'm not going to care, <laughs> you know, if I mess up. I'm just going to go out there and have fun and enjoy it. And, and that's my attitude now. And I think, you know, um, well, well, that's how I started. That's why I quit. And then that's how I got back into it. And I'm just having a great time with it. Awesome. I will say, I, I truly think, and it's funny, maturing on in golf is realizing you're not Tiger Woods and finally accepting the fact that golf is just a fun game. And I will tell you that I have done that. I think oh, since COVID hit, I have definitely become less about, I'm going to go out and try and shoot par because I can't and more, I'm just going to go out and enjoy the game. And let me tell you, I've had some of my best rounds with that mindset. Like mm -hmm. I shot 79 with that mindset of like, yeah. let's just go out and have fun. And then meanwhile, when I'm like, I'm going to go shoot par and do all this and try and shot shape, I shoot 95. So, like, you know, it's like you go crazy out game. there and it's one of those things where I think it's unbelievable that that and, and it does bring you back where once you realize it's a game and we're having fun, it brings you into a different mindset. And, and I yeah. think that that's been really helpful, at least for my game, too. Yeah, it's all, sure. it's all in your name. I mean, tacos at the turn. It's that your name isn't striking it or going low. It's, tacos <laughs> turn. you know, it's something it's way more important and it just to have fun and worry about food at the turn. I mean, that's, that's what's important to us is let's have tacos at the turn rather than a hot dog or whatever. You know what I mean? That's just, yeah, name, man. It's, it's just perfect. And so many, yeah. different it's like, get out there with your friends, have a few drinks, maybe play some music, have some tacos and just have a good time. You know, who cares right. what you shoot? Don't get me and wrong. If, and if you go low, even better, but right, exactly, that's exactly. not the expectation. No, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I love to love to play well, but <laughs> of course, yeah. Isn't like... that the best feeling, <laughs> right? Really... That's the best feeling, right? If you go low, I mean, for you, relative, right? If you can go low, right. you go home best. with the biggest, you're driving home with the biggest smile on your face. <laughs> Huge yeah. smile. You're going to bed. And, and no one off the golf course really cares that much. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go home Unless and tell your you... wife and she like blows you off. Like, yeah. Who cares? It's like, oh, yeah. oh cool. Now, uh, do the, the only dishes. time people care, the only time people care about what you shoot is if you have a hole in one and it's because they get a free drink 
and you care because <laughs> you have to go and pay for said free drink. So <laughs> why is that a thing? Like you got the hole in one, but you have to yes. buy drinks for so everybody I, else. Should you I get the know drink? this? I actually know this. It's it's it. I I looked it up. A golf historian. It was, here. <laughs> yes, it was back in the day. So it it was a, an honors thing where. And like to prove that you truly made a hole in one, you would have to buy everyone a drink at the bar. So that way people wouldn't lie about their scores because it costs money. (laughs) So that is, that is why they started that tradition. So that way people wouldn't lie about getting a hole in one. And so when you go in and you say you got a hole in one, you got to buy everyone around. I see. That makes sense. A lot of, a lot of the clubs now will, will do hole in one insurance. Like I remember talking uh about this to like a a pga professional and they were like yeah you you can buy it in for like 50 bucks a year basically you buy it in and if you get a hole in one like the insurance the club will cover it basically so that way but again if you buy it for 50 bucks a year like most likely you know you may hit like two in your life and if you're there for 20 years you're definitely outgrowing that Mm. (laughs) that that hole in one amount that's interesting so do you guys have the fear of playing alone and getting hole in one? All the time. <laughs> yes, that is that is my number. That is literally like and like not record because like I don't really record. T- Timmy does a pretty good job recording himself out on the course. Like I don't really do a good job of recording myself, and that would be my worst nightmare is if I get a hole in one and like I just yell and there's no one there. <laughs> there's n- not yeah, a sound. That would be bad. I I definitely yeah. would walk off the course. I don't think I would finish the round. I would be so distraught slash pumped. I don't, I don't think mentally, I don't think I would be able to do it. Cause like, what do you do the next hole? How, what are you, right. you doing? I, I mean, like, obviously we've never been in that position, but I don't, I think I would shut down. I might, I might pass away. Honestly, I don't know what, what would, I would do. <laughs> Nelson, Nelson, say that happens to you. Do you tell anyone? Of course, <laughs> of course I tell people, but you know, it sucks. You like, tell nobody the was there to see it. But does Nobody it count? Was you know, it counts, oh, it counts. for me, <laughs> but I think only for me. Right. <laughs> and then no, uh, it, you, it 100% believe, I would still, counts. you know, get the ball framed and have like a certificate. Oh, yeah. And the, t- you know what? But yeah. you know, nobody else else is gonna believe me. Mm. You, do you happen to have any hole in ones while we're no, on the top? Not yet. No. Neither. No. Well, welcome to the club, baby. Welcome to the club. That's, that's, that's usually one of our. Uh, like last uh last question but yeah, we did yeah. we did we did jump the line but that's okay that's okay well, but while we're, while we're on the topic i, I just want to do a sidebar tim go ahead yeah yes uh, we we have a uh a very devoted listener uh we ran into him the other day we were on the way to a pc game pc friars go back go friars uh we're on our way and he's like hey listen to the podcast all the time he's like a family friend um it, it, i won't say his full name but mr rose glad uh hopefully you're listening um but he had the only hole-in-one Brian and I have ever seen. So it's getting to be very dark. It's this short 130, 100, whatever, 100-yard park. Like 118, 119? Yeah, something so short. Downhill, it's very dark. There's a hill on one side that just kind of slopes down to the green. So anyway, he hits the shot. It's getting dark. My sister's there with us. So it's the three O'Reilly kids, me, Brian, and my sister, and him. And he's, we're just having a good time. He hits this shot. We're run, running to get into the clubhouse. It's getting dark. This is the eighth hole. Um, we're only playing nine. And so we all found our balls except for him. So we're looking for his ball. We know it, it was headed towards the, 
the little bit of a hill right here, you know, it uh -huh. could have went into the water. This this green is surrounded by water. This ball could have been in the water. It could have been anywhere but on the green. But we're looking, we're looking, and uh, like two minutes go by. It's pitch black. All of a sudden, Brian goes, hey, Mr. Rose, what ball are you playing? And he's like, whatever, title is three. Mm -hmm. And he goes, ball's in the hole. He wow. Hit a hole. Incredible. He, he was like getting ready to, to take a drop, right? I think he was like in, in the drop area, getting warmed up, and and of course, like uh, like we didn't see it go in because it was getting dark and it was kind of a yeah. hidden, and it was it was a crazy member bounce, and um and so that <laughs> the hole was the last last place that we were gonna look, and but I'm always optimistic. I always check, even if I have one of the worst shots and I can't find my ball, I'm like I gotta check the cup just in case, and uh, yeah, I was like this this it's in here which was so cool. And he was, we were all in awe. We were all so, so like just baffled by it. And uh, he was just like, he's like, no kidding. And I, I don't know how he, I mean, he kind of looked like he was floating for the rest of the round. One more <laughs> hole to go because he was just confused, overjoyed. And, and I mean, he, what a feeling, this, huh? this is at a private, <laughs> uh, private club too. So he had to actually pay for all, all the beers. They start a tab, a hole in one tab. <laughs> so he, he actually had, uh, received the brunt of it there so. and he's such a nice humble guy like very just stand-up gentleman and he's like he's like you guys saw it right like this is what i'm playing <laughs> he's just like worried like because it wasn't a traditional hole in one so he's like just making sure we went through the proper steps in order to make sure it was an actual hole in one mm -hmm. but they had that lottery thing too like brendan was talking about everyone pays in to a hole in one fund so he didn't actually have to pay but shout out mr rose hopefully you're listening yeah thanks for listening nice job mr rose <laughs> so another fear of mine is that I'll go my whole life without a hole in one, oh. which could very well happen. <laughs> yeah, that is that is like that is. I think that's every golfer's true nightmare is like that or and like honestly no, it's literally just not making a hole in one because I think like if you ever make an eagle like no, I mean if you make in the hole in one you make a fucking eagle right so like that's that's the thing you, you kill two birds with one stone yeah. literally but i've that. eagled I, i've eagled a couple like yeah. a, a bunch of times but it's yeah it's not the same i mean no, i think i have like three or four eagles to my name and that's it but it's just like at the same time i think it's the hole in one i think yeah for sure oh man of course <laughs> so scary so scary, so scary. Oh my God. wow you opened up a can of worms with that question <laughs> And we ask it every every podcast, and it still it still sparks the the discussion. Yeah, really brings up all the feels, huh? <laughs> it really does. Like people get heated. We had a uh, we had one guest who was like, who was like, uh, or no, he wasn't like mad, but like our friend Chunky Golfer, shout out Chunky. He um he was like, you guys are really gonna ask me this, and I was like, yeah, why? And he's like literally yesterday in my round i hit one to three inches and it just stopped. oh my god and i was like no wow tim's face <laughs> asked the question and went like bright red like the brightest <laughs> of red when he was <laughs> i was like oh no it was too soon right <laughs> yeah still a, sore, a, still a sore a, spot putting salt in the wound right there <laughs> oh man but yeah no it, it that one causes i mean there's others there's other questions that we ask at the end that cause very, very heated debates, but that is one where it's just like you either get like an immediate smile or or people are usually like, "Why did you ask me that?" <laughs> Nelson, I'm curious. What what is someone who is making the turn looking for tacos? What is a guy like you have in the bag? What are you swinging? What is uh, 
you know, your drivers, your irons, you know, what do you like to play? Oh, sure. So my irons are Callaway Maverick Max. Love Callaway irons. I had the big Berthas before that. Brandon's a uh, I have Apex uh... babies. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a huge mixed bag guy, though. So I play Callaway irons, but everything else is mixed. Yeah, I have kind of a mixed bag, too. So my wedges are old. They're like, what are they? They're Adams Golf. These are. Uh... Wow. I love it. Yeah, I have Adams Golf wedges that are kind of old. I have uh, my driver. My three wood is Tour Edge. Mm. Um, okay. Kind of, kind of cheaped out on it, but I to win. the technology's no, the same, quality. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What else do I have? Oh yeah, my hybrids Tour Edge, uh, and then I have my crazy putter, uh, which we call Thor's hammer. Do you guys know about Lab Golf? Lab. I have. I have I've heard of Lab Tech, but maybe that's a different. It's probably a different different brand. So this thing looks I don't know like a spaceship maybe. Um, I'm telling you, <laughs> I see somebody's googling it, right? Oh, yeah. Tim, did you Google it? <laughs> yeah. So uh, this thing is massive. Um, it looks like it, a bottle opener. Yeah, yeah, it does look like a bottle opener, but th- that thing is huge. It's supposed to help with uh with the torque. So that you have a, a straight uh, backswing. It doesn't work what for me though. This, <laughs> this thing yeah. is unbelievable. That's what I have. And all my friends call it Thor's hammer. <laughs> when, when you said Thor's hammer, I thought immediately that it was gonna be one of those Peter putters that that, that looks that, that looks like it's a, I don't I don't I don't necessarily want you to Google it, but the Peter putter is it's a putter that... that's shaped like a Peter if you oh. if you yeah. catch the drift. That's what it is, huh? Yeah. yeah. No, I was I like Thor's that. hammer. I was like, oh gosh. <laughs> but oh, we got a dick putter, boys. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I'm I'm interested. They got all sorts of putters here. This wow. is fantastic. They got they got simple putters. They got complex putters. You introduced me to this. This is great. So watch the video that they have for that particular putter, okay. and you'll see why I bought it. But again, oh, it's they got you yeah. again, Yeah, I love it. Now, uh, did you get fitted for it? I see that they they do fittings and such. So that's the thing. You're supposed to get fitted for it. I did not. So what I did, I kind of like did like my own research as far as like what size putter I already had what I should have. And I bought it on sale. It had like a, some slight manufacturer defect that I couldn't even see. So I got it for like half price. Because yeah, as are, you can see, they're, they're pretty expensive. These are, these are not cheap. Yeah, yeah. that's the, the first one I see is a, uh, $750. That's more than a Scotty. Yeah. That's crazy. But if it, if it works for you, that's, that's, there's no price that you won't pay to, to be able to putt. Does it work? Well, for you? you know, <laughs> you, you, you that's another story. <laughs> that's another story, you know, but I don't think it's a putter. I think it's me. <laughs> yeah. My putting is, is not that great. And you know what? Um, okay. I, especially like the short putts, like two, three footers. I'm terrible at those. <laughs> I think it's very mental. The yips. Oh, hundred yeah. oh, yeah. percent. Yeah. So yeah. I'm better at like long puts and getting it close. But once I get into that, that range, <laughs> I think it's all mental. Like I'm like, don't miss, don't miss, don't miss. And of course I miss. <laughs> you're like, you're like, don't, don't, don't miss by a little. I'd rather miss by a lot so that I don't have a short putt coming in. <laughs> rather have an eight footer than a two footer. <laughs> I would, cause there's no pressure. Right. You know? mm-hmm. right. <laughs> yes. 
that's i mean that's putting uh, there's obviously there's studies there's there's so much that goes into putting for such a mm-hmm. simple part of the game but it's yeah. it, uh, i mean for the most part it all comes down to to practice and who has the time to just yeah, go exactly. practice full time exactly would love it's to. supposed to be the easiest part of the game because all it is is just a pendulum back and forth but it is i mean you get the yips up there i i know for years i i was horrible horrible mm. horrible at putting so how so i i feel you nelson man i dude, I, I, I get so shaky on my back swing. like sometimes if mm-hmm. i can i'll stop myself mm-hmm. but sometimes you, you just gotta Will keep Zell- going <laughs> Do you have the Will Zalatoris, like the one that just goes like it, it kind of <laughs> goes much, all over yeah. the place? You don't know where I think it's going to. He gonna... fixed that though, didn't he? I haven't he fixed it. He did after he <laughs> after he freaking came in second place like three times in a row, <laughs> mm. and all he could do was his putter was just like literally doing like a figure eight in the back. Yeah, it was nuts. <laughs> well, that that's what's so funny is obviously that the phrase "putt like a kid." It's it's just the people that like when you go when you go play mini golf or putt putt with like people that don't golf regularly and they're just like um like my friends that don't golf at all will go play mini golf and they're lights out because they like i'm there like reading the green trying to trying <laughs> to figure out the break the angles off the walls and they're just hitting it and like get holding out from from uh, getting holes in ones and i'm i'm like reading the break and it's just screwing with my head and i'm i get so mad playing mini golf just because like I, I play golf way more than I should and definitely way more than my friends. And it doesn't translate because I'm just overthinking it. And, uh, do you take your putter to mini uh, golf? I, uh, no, I know <laughs> it's funny. We actually, when, uh, we went down to Florida, at, uh, Mystic Dunes golf resort, they had like a mini golf course that was just like open. Like it, it was just basically just, just the holes and you go and you bring your own ball, your own putter. And, and we all had our nice putters out there and it was right, like right about, like the first couple of months, uh, well, at least maybe I had the putter, the Scotty for like a year at this point, but it's still my baby. I don't want to put any dings in it. And so I was so nervous when the ball's up against this, like the wall, that's like oh, yeah. all, all brick wall. And I'm yeah. like, I, I can't do this. I, I really can't. It's just, <laughs> it's just really nerve wracking. Whereas if you use like the mini golf putters, you just, you could just whack it. It's just like, it into yeah, the yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's amazing. I know. It's amazing. And, and our, our, our um, Mike, Mike, who's not uh, here, um, he's the other, the other host, his brother, his putter, um, his full-time putter is just a flat, flat stick. Actually, no, he upgraded, but he used to use just the flat stick, like double-sided putter. He would just go yeah. out there and b- bang around, which is great. I mean, not. Well, Mike's, Mike Spaulding is, is like that too, isn't it though? The, isn't uh, Mike Spaulding a double side? Uh, no, it's, it's, it's got a little bit of a, it's like a Phil, Phil Mickelson putter. So to speak. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. Just like a little lip at the back. And, and that works for him. It, yeah. He has a Spaulding putter, but it's not Spaulding the brand, like the basketball it's spelled a different way. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, he, he's had that since, since childhood. And I mean, he's one of the better, better putters that I know. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. Literally, he got it. Elong- he got it elongated because, like, he was like, "I'm never." He pulled a Jordan Spieth. He was just like, "I'm not getting rid of the putter." <laughs> like he he uses that thing like crazy. You know, speaking of putters, one time I played with a guy who had a ping putter that actually made that ping sound. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever heard that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's like one of the the original. That's where where it got to, got its wow. name. And yeah. It is, it is it, it turns heads for sure people like yeah. you hear it from, far, from the next sure, hole yeah 
It, yeah, that's that's the last. The, I finally got him like, attention. oh, ping. That's why they call it ping. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's right. like, what, what are those things? I was this years old when I learned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was today's today's. Yeah, day, there old. you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Um, but it, yeah, it, it's it's kind of like, why would you overcomplicate and come up with this name when when it names itself? <laughs> right. <laughs> it really does. But. Is there, anything yeah, more fun? is there anything more fun when you're putting well? I mean, you're just like, like you oh, are. That like, feels great. You know, it's, yeah. It doesn't happen <laughs> when you're doing it. You're like five feet in, you're hitting mm. everything. You're, you're I, don't, I don't know if it's putting well or driving well. I don't know which is the better feeling, if I'm being completely honest. Like if you're hitting every fairway with your driver, like that's, to me, that is, that is, unbelievable but i will give you if you're hitting every putt 10 feet and in that that's something as well that is that may be the better feeling yeah i'll, I'll go with the putting because even when you hit the fairway every time you can still mess that up yeah yeah you have so many shots but, between yeah. now and the end of the hole that you can totally just true. ruin exactly. the vibe yeah but if you that get in on the green that is true if you get on the green you make it you know in one putt then you know you're ecstatic Right. Yeah. You ride, you ride that, that high until at least until you tee off next, <laughs> you, yeah. you get that, that moment and you're waiting for everybody else to finish up as opposed to just, you have a perfect drive, but then you're just hacking it around all over, yeah. all over the <laughs> hole. Even like on a par four, if it took you four shots to get to the hole or get to the green, you're still going to make that one. You're like, all right, I squeaked away with a bogey there. Thanks to my putting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Still a great feeling. Still a great feeling. 100%. So Nelson, I did want to ask, you had this great golf journey, started it, you know, got the bug. What made you decide to go into kind of creating a golf, you know, we know about tacos at the turn now, all of us are, are all in on it. How, how did you go from, man, tacos at the turn sounds great to actually wanting to do like branding, clothing, mm. everything like that as well. I guess I've always had like an entrepreneurial spirit, but I always like overthought everything. I've had like several business ideas, right? And then I just, mm -hmm. just think about it, think about it to the point where I get paralyzed and then <laughs> I don't do anything. I don't take action. So, you know, when I got this idea, I'm like, you know what, this time is going to be different and I'm just going to start doing, right? I'm just going to jump into it and just start doing. And, you know, maybe I wasn't ready. Maybe I didn't know some things. Um, maybe, maybe I did some things wrong, <laughs> but I was glad that I was just doing it for a change. Mm. No, that's, I mean, that's kind of with everything. I feel like that's unbelievable where it's just kind of head in and you just go, yep, we're, we're going to do it. Right. Like, Let's I jump mean, in. yeah, it's kind of what we did with the podcast too. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, you kind of just, you just, you just go with it and you see if it works and it's, it's obviously working, man. I mean, getting out here, like. I, I heard you for the first, I heard you, you talk about it on the Save Par Golf, Save Par mm -hmm. Golf podcast, which are friends of ours. Shout out Derek and Dominic. Um, oh, let me, let me cut in real quick. So yeah. Dominic wanted me to mention that their podcast is more fun. <laughs> so I told him, hey, hey, no promises, but one thing I can promise you is that you'll always be my first. Oh, <laughs> that was my Dom's first podcast. Still waiting for his, no, Dom's still <laughs> waiting for that. He, that's all he wanted out of this. That's really what he wanted you to say that, that, that you're number one in his heart. I love, but very I love cool him. guys. Uh, man. I, love, I, those I guys. love those guys. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. What a 
consider this beef. We are absolutely beefing with the Safe Bar bo- podcast. Uh oh, it's on. <laughs> oh man, they would. Uh, no, you guys outnumber them, no- though. <laughs> we do outnumber them. Thank God, we do outnumber them. Although Dom could probably take like two or three of us by himself. He he is a he's a he's a very very large, very built man. And then Derek just comes in for the kill. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, we, um, I, you know, when I, when I first heard you on there and I, I heard that you were building kind of this, this brand and the whole idea behind it, it was, it was unbelievable. And I knew, I knew we had to have you on, but yeah, Dom, keep telling yourself you guys are more fun over there. Keep telling yourself, keep telling, oh, you, yeah, they you don't what? ask the same questions. What kind of I appreciate you. What kind of taco would they have in their region? The Minnesota so taco. I, oh, I, I did some caribou, research on their, like <laughs> <laughs> I did some research on their area too, and they actually have a a pretty good Mexican population there, and and some pockets of, um, you know, like uh, it, it, you know how a lot of big cities have that their their towns like Chinatown or you know mm-hmm. Little Italy. So they have a lot yeah. of, a lot of um, good stuff there, from what I've seen. As big far Norwegian, as you know, Mexican food and tacos. Big Norwegian population in Minnesota as well, which is interesting. Very, very large could, Norwegian. They are so smack dab in the middle of the country. It's 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 just a, wild to see that like these like communities form or or these immigrants all move to the same mm-hmm. place smack dab in the middle. It's not like a, a major port or anything where mm-hmm. that's easily accessible like New York City. There's no there's no surprise why they, it's a it's a melting pot because it's one of the first cities that you come to uh, via land when you're coming from from the east but um but no, that's interesting i mean uh tim did some time over in um milwaukee wisconsin and theirs was cheese curds they were big on their cheese <laughs> all the wisconsin cheese and all that so that's what i pictured mm-hmm. over there in the midwest was a lot of cheese curds and, and cheese. so they probably make some pretty good quesadillas then Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 oh yes oh yes very oh god imagine that imagine a cheese curd case so you have the fried <laughs> cheese curd within a quesadilla Optimum. i like it go to gallo on that you got yourself a dia <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is just becoming a test oh. kitchen right here podcast i know right yeah. and and we still have food questions to come as well so don't wow. worry <laughs> but um no but that's i mean and i and so Nelson, obviously being from California, um, what, uh, what part of California are you again? Sorry. The LA area. So I'm in LA County. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. I'm in a place called the San Fernando Valley, which is just a little okay. bit North of the city of Los Angeles. Gotcha. So, so you guys, who's familiar with that area? I heard somebody say, yeah. Well, I, it's actually, it's weird that a lot of movies take place in the San Fernando Valley. Yeah. 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 Like uh, I'm embarrassed to admit this, but remember uh, Cinderella story with Hillary Duff? Boy, Hillary Duff, she is fantastic. She's like, <laughs> looks better than ever, still. Yeah, um, that one, and then Ageless the, Wonder, Hillary Duff. Even though she's only like thirty, she's not that old, still, right? Ageless Wonder. <laughs> yeah, she's like thirty-six. Like she's unbelievable. Dude, I'm embarrassed to say I used to watch her show on what was it, Disney? Lizzie McGuire. Yeah, Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> I used to watch that show. Oh yeah, and I was like already like really old and like my friends would be like what the hell are you doing dude like it's a cool show <laughs> it's great it's awesome i know and that recently just uh came back up with with aaron carter's passing and, and hillary 
tweeted about it um, just because of that one episode with Aaron Carter on it for the holiday episode, <laughs> yeah. which was a great episode because Aaron Carter obviously was massive at that time. Um, so that's uh, so very topical these days. R.I.P. Aaron. And Seriously. please edit that part out, though. You know, I can't ruin my street cred. Now we're going to everyone knows the rules. Now no we're clipping editing. it. Clipping it, 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 but exposed. I, I'm, a, exposed. I'm a man of many facets, actually. Yeah, but you got to put that on the, the about uh, column and on your website. <laughs> Loves Lizzie McGuire. Yeah, <laughs> they're just going to. Hey, hey. Nelson is a renaissance man, okay? He can have many different passions. That's right. One I like just what has, I like. has to be yeah. Hillary Duff. You can <laughs> take him home to meet the parents immediately. <laughs> Good wholesome content. Great wholesome content right there. But but obviously, so so California is a huge golf hub. Um, you know, what where do you think within California itself? Because there's many, you know, like you said, that you have Around Los Angeles, you have NorCal, you got San Francisco, Northern California, and then, of course, San Diego County, everything around Mm -hmm. there, too. Where would you say is some of the best golf that you have played in California, and and is there kind of a big hot hotbed there? Or where would you consider the hotbed of golf there? There's a lot to choose from. So you mentioned San Diego. San Diego is great, right? As a town, the weather's always good there, so they have good courses. Um, but Palm Springs, man, Palm Desert, that's like a golf mecca. There's so many courses and good courses to choose from there. Um, so I would say Palm Springs. Um, yeah, I'll go with that. You know, uh, unfortunately, I haven't played that many great, great courses. Uh, I usually play like the LA City courses or, that are right around me. Mm. Um, there are a couple of ones that, that are pretty nice I played around here. Um, Angeles National, it's pretty cool. And uh, Rustic Canyon in Moore Park. That's like, that's a nice public course. Moore Park. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> we have, this we guy have knows what's up. He knows about the valley. <laughs> you probably, probably know about the uh, Encino okay. Man and the Northridge earthquake and all that. <laughs> all, all that gets up. Yeah, we have family. We have cousins over that live in Moore Park. Uh, oh, okay. There and uh, he's a LAFD um, guy. He's on uh, the fire oh, cool. So, uh, pretty pretty cool stuff. Yeah. It's, it's good stuff. We, we've uh, we've only well, Tim. Have you been out there more than more than once? We went out back when we were back in the day when we were kids to to that to that area to Moore Park in L.A. Um, no, definitely wait. overdue to to go back. Newport Beach Golf Course, eighteen dollars per player, public course. Are you kidding me? Is that really? It's unbelievable. That's unheard of. Are you kidding me? Arcadia. I pay golf- more like my little ghetto golf course in Van Nuys. <laughs> <laughs> so cheap over there. That's some stony Lee stuff right there. 18 bucks for 18 holes growing, growing up. That's, um, that's, that's when you know, it's good. You're either going to get, it's either a rainy day right before and the fairway is rough or it's just dirt. There's no <laughs> in between on that. <laughs> it was, it was looking good. I played there with uh, Mike, uh, like a month ago. I mean, it was the greenest I've ever oh, seen. Stony's it. in some of the best conditions. Uh, yeah, there's a, a local course here where it just doesn't have irrigation. So mm. when it's raining, it's um, it's an unbelievable. It was, it was raining okay. when I was there. <laughs> yeah, but if you go a week with no rain, it turns into a dust bowl. Yeah. Like it, it's literally that difference. Like but it's, it's eighteen it's bucks. Impressive. It it used to be back when we were kids, it was 18 bucks. Mm. Not even kids. It was like up until college, it was 18 bucks for 18 holes. 
And then they started raising the price because golf got popular and it's sad. No, I'm kidding. I'm not <laughs> yeah. And then, but yeah, it was $18 for 18 holes. It was an unbelievable deal. And they did twilight rates where it was like 15 bucks and you just go until you can't, until the sun goes down. Mm-hmm. I love those rates. Those are great. Especially hey, Brenda, when we get the globy the... ones out. So I saw that you were in Abu Dhabi. Is that correct? Is that, Dubai. Is that where you were recently? I was in Dubai. Oh, Dubai. Yeah. Yep. Same difference. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it, it's the same thing. It's the same. <laughs> so how was that? It was amazing. So the golf course is there. It's amazing. There's a city in the middle of a desert and it doesn't make sense why it's there, but it's there. And it's an unbelievable place. And all the rich people in the entire world just go there and get wasted and have a great time. (laughs) And I wasn't rich enough for that part of it. So I went and played golf instead. And the golf courses there are, are like, there's some of the best golf courses in the world. And that's what happens when you have unlimited money Mm -hmm. and can just, you know, they friggin' import water, but you know, it, it, it's an unbelievable place. Like I will say, I, I think it's a great city. I thought I had, I had a great time there. The golf courses are amazing, but yes, it is a rich person's playground. Mm. And I just, I, I was not in the correct, well, no one's, no one's in the correct tax bracket there because they're rich enough where they get away with all their taxes. So (laughs) where they just pay people to not have to pay taxes. So I was not in that tax bracket. Um, but it is, it's an unbelievable city. I got to play night golf, which was really cool. And then I did a full 18 holes the next day as well. How much super cool. How much was it? I I don't want to say, cause it was, (laughs) it was three, it was 300 bucks. It was a lot of paid for by the company, right? (laughs) Uh, not that one that was paid for by me. (laughs) um the night before though the night golf i played it a little par three course 30 bucks 30 bucks for unlimited play it was very cool so i played about average it out is not that bad yeah you average it out it's like 150 bucks we're all good (laughs) that's something i've always wanted to do is night golf i i feel like i've seen it online everywhere just playing playing under the lights it sounds immaculate because that's the problem that we face here obviously with daylight savings too is it's mm-hmm. just we run out of time we run out of daylight so soon yeah so early and, and so well, we also get very cold <laughs> so that's yeah. the thing as well yeah that's it, true but i mean I a, on a nice it, summer night i'm in yeah it's getting big I, there's going to be more courses over there that do it just because like you can't really pl- like most people won't play during the day when it's like 120 degrees like when i was there it was norm it was like 90 degrees which was nice it was really nice but um they were like yeah this is getting cold for us here and i was like it is nine is literally 92 degrees like it is not cold don't say that (laughs) um but yeah no they're like investing in like a bunch of courses they're gonna put floodlights just because people play at night there like it's just a different it's a different thing it was very very cool I, I really like night golf a lot. I did it this past weekend too in, in Florida as well, which was really fun. Yeah, it seems cool. They have a night golf at that course I mentioned earlier, Angel Park. And then yeah. there's a course in Palm Springs that has night golf. And then uh, my ghetto course I mentioned, Van Nuys Golf Course. Mm-hmm. They have night golf, but you know, one of some of the bowls might be out. So, so it's not very well lit. <laughs> <laughs> 
they have night golf, but you need to bring your glow V ball. So that yeah, that would, that would help. Yeah. Then you're good. <laughs> bring your own light bulb kind of thing. Oh, uh, with so the headlamp. <laughs> that is, that is so funny. Oh man. I wish. Yeah. I, I wish we could do it up here in mass, but we are starting to get a little bit more things. There's a nine iron golf going in, which I don't know if you or five iron golf. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know what five iron golf is, but they're putting that yeah. into, I played that in Vegas. Boston. They're putting a top golf in Canton, which is about 20 minutes South of the city. Nice. Um, so they're, they're doing a lot. Like they're finally like kind of investing in like the off year part of golf too. But then the issue becomes is like, Five iron golf from like May to what would you say September? Oct- I would say October probably, maybe even November now. That's gonna be a ghost town because everyone's gonna be. No one's gonna want to go and play indoor golf when you can go play outdoor mm-hmm. golf too. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it's yeah, true. It's interesting how it's gonna be. But at nighttime or rainy days, I mean, it's a go-to. Yeah, thing. that is that is also true. That is also true. Oh man. Well, Nelson, I do know um, we do have some some closing questions for you as well. Oh, no, here uh, we go. There are. <laughs> yep. These are. I don't know if you've you've heard them before, but if you're ready for them, it, it's great. If you're not ready for them, <laughs> honestly, it's even better when you're not ready for them, because that way we that way we get to see the true reaction to the questions. But uh, but Tim, I will I will let you take it away. So for the uh, for the the non-golf question i actually have a new one if we want to replace the old one or do we, well, want, we don't to- want to replace the old one we'll just add it all right do you want to take away one of the <laughs> one of the golf ones oh i don't i don't know do we just add a question i mean this may take this may this may go yeah well let's just add let's just just add it all right so uh for this one this one's one we asked to everyone um i want you to look in your backyard I want you to take a look around. I want you to imagine a golf hole there. I want you to imagine your favorite golf hole, whether it be something you've played or something that you've seen on TV. Um, that hole comes with all the amenities, the water, the rocks, the mountains, whatever your favorite, your favorite golf hole has. Which hole do you want as your backyard? You get to play it over and over again. Okay. All right. So TPC. Danzante Bay and Laredo, Mexico, 17th hole. So I'm going to be living right on the beach, and this is my hole in my backyard. Oh, I got to look this up now. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I'll take that. Okay. But, hey, you guys, real quick. What? (laughs) So that would be my dream hole. This thing is beautiful. Yeah. Okay. That's incredible. It's like you're. It's the one like the, on a peninsula cliff. Yeah, right on the cliff. I mean, right on the ocean. Yeah. Now we're getting hey, some great sandcastles in there. Oh my goodness! Oh, that's incredible. I've never seen this. Where's wow. this Bay? It's, it's in, in uh, Baja California. Gotcha. So it's like just not just north, but north of Cabo. Oh, okay. So like 20, like, uh, so it's kind of like a suburb of, of like Cabo. So like when the older people go to Cabo, instead of partying downtown the entire night, they'll go, they'll go North and they'll go, uh, they'll go play some golf. I don't know. They have a golf in Cabo too, but I've just, I've seen this hole and it's kind of stood out to me and like, I want to go down there and play one day. And it, it's not yeah. that bad. I, I looked up the, the, the prices and they were like, it's like 200 or 210. 
So to play at a that's place not, like that, that's great. It's not that bad. Unlimited golf. No. I don't know about unlimited. I don't know. <laughs> you if, if it's if it's in your backyard, yeah. <laughs> oh well, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Are you looking at the packages, Tim? Yeah. <laughs> He's making plans already, huh? Yeah, I was <laughs> He's making say. travel plans. Hey, but I just wanted to say, I that question is a good question because I often fantasize about this, and that sounds kind of funny, but <laughs> if I had like a lot of land, like acres and acres, I would build a, a par five, but also have a tee box where it's a par four and then a par three, yep. and I would just play that thing yep. nonstop. Oh yeah, no, you're you're reading our minds with that one because a lot of people will say, um, you know, we get Pebble 18 a lot because it's a par five, so you get the par five. You can do it as a par five. You can play from the tree as a par four, or you can move it within like 200 yards and play it as a par three. Uh, we get that all the time, and yes, I I also am on a crusade that every PGA Tour event should end on a par five, so that way someone could eagle and win it and win mm-hmm. the tournament, but. We're getting there. We're we're almost there. Uh, <laughs> oh man! And a lot of TPCs actually now. I will say a lot of TPCs end on par fives. Hmm. So I don't know if Dezante Bay, Del Dante Bay does, but um, a lot of TPCs Tim end on par you. fives. <laughs> also, we're on the same. Tim wave- could tell me. <laughs> we're on the same wavelength. I love the par five thing. Um, we've said it before. You know, might as well get your best bang for your buck of your backyard hole. Mm-hmm. Another reason why this question is good because you just introduced us to Desante Bay, and some of these some of these packages are like they're paying you to go golf. This is incredible. I mean, flight included, all this like spa treatment. It's this is incredible. There you go, guys trip. An eighteen <laughs> one scuba diving tour, all included, all including in this package. This is incredible. God, I love Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, Desante Bay, we gotta go. And I don't know this for sure, but I bet you they have tacos at the turn. I bet you they Oh, <laughs> I'm sure. And Imagine tequila. If we get there and they're like, no, just hot dogs. <laughs> like, do you know? Do you know what you're missing out on? <laughs> Desante oh, Bay. Wow. Wow. All right. So second question. Uh, you are stranded on an island. You are stranded on an island. You have unlimited golf balls, whatever golf ball you play, Titleist Pro V1s, whatever, TP5X, whatever golf ball you play, um, Pinnacles, I don't know. Odin. Shout out to Odin. Odin. <laughs> Shout out Odin. They sent me, they sent, they sent uh, our boys, our boys over at uh, Sapar Golf sent me mm-hmm. some Odin golf balls that I've been using. They're nice. They're very good. They're very good. Yeah, I like them. No. And they're very affordable. And, you know, the company yes. is cool. You know, it's cool to support a company like that. That's for the people instead of these large corporations. That's a good point. Exactly. The only reason why we support Titleist is because they're from New Bedford, Massachusetts, and then so, oh, okay. so that's why we get them. No, but uh, but I am I am very excited to play the Oda. And don't worry, guys, I kept the sleeve for all of us. So hopefully, I keep those sleeves. I got to keep them dry. Yeah. Back the to the question, you, though. Sorry. No, the no. way you go through golf balls, I I'm not holding my breath. No, you should should not. Those will be gone very quickly. (laughs) Um, So Odin, Odin Golf Company was nice enough to drop off a gozillion balls on this island uh, for you. You know, they heard you were going to be stranded there. Um, So you're hitting unlimited golf balls for a year. Say you're on there for a year. You get saved every year. You can only bring one golf club. Which golf club are you bringing? 
I guess it would be the pitching wedge. Pitching wedge. Yeah, that's the thing I hit the best, I think, pitching wedge. Um, yeah, because if I'm going to be stranded and hitting balls, I want to feel good, you know? I don't want to be slicing the driver or, you know, <laughs> or, or you know, chunking my wedges or my other wedges or something else. Yeah, I, I think I go with my pitching wedge. I love it. Mm -hmm. Come yeah. Bring it a bit of peace and uh, peace and comfort to you while you're stranded on this island. I like it. <laughs> and you can do a little, you don't just have to chip, you don't just have to full swing right into the ocean. You can chip around a little bit. You can go, you can, you have a putting green you there. We, putt. I've yeah, made that putt. rule because <laughs> I chose putter, but uh, <laughs> you can, you can mess around with there too. It'd be great. Right. Um. All right. Good answer. Good answer. Pitching. I don't know if we've had anyone say pitching wedge. We it's haven't had pitching wedge. The closest we've had is eight iron. We had eight iron. We've, we've had two irons, drivers, seven mm. irons, eight irons. I like pitching wedge a lot though. Oh, we had a lob wedge. We did have one. We did have one. Say, we've had one a lob wedge. Flopping it. Mm. <laughs> around, making Sand play, everything like that. Yeah. I don't even need a putter at that point. Exactly. Just holing out all the time. <laughs> Lights out. Usually we ask the hole in one question, but we already uh, talked about that beginning of the, or somewhere in the middle. Um, shout, which shout out Mr. Rose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, all right. This one, nothing to do with golf. Uh, we've been asking this for a few weeks now. Um, it's become just an essential part of our podcast. It gets us talking about different things. So get ready for this one. Do you think a cake would be more offended to be called a pie or would a pie be more offended to be called a cake? Uh, I heard you guys ask this before. <laughs> so I think a cake would be more offended to be called a pie because if you go like with the hierarchy of baked goods, I guess you could say, you know, a cake is above a pie, right? I, uh, I think that's pretty well known. So Ooh, to call... those are fighting words. Those are fighting words for some people. <laughs> so you know, for a fancy cake to yes. be called, you know, mm. an ordinary pie, I think the cake would be very upset. Right, in terms of fanciness and like an aristocratic kind of. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, like a yeah. now pinky up kind of. The bigger <laughs> question, which is a follow-up. There's more. Okay. What do you like better, cake or pie? You know what? I'm not very big on sweets. That's so okay. Neither usually, am I. like usually, like when we're at birthday parties and stuff, I don't eat cake. Most of the time, I won't mm. eat cake. He's eating tacos. Um, yeah, <laughs> too full on tacos. Yeah, <laughs> too full on tacos and beer, so I don't have room for cake. But uh, oh, I know you guys don't like the mention of cheesecake, right? <laughs> I no. heard that too. No, no. Who we said that? That's that. That question. No, cheesecake that is answer the out of bounds. No, I love cheesecake's cheesecake. out of bounds because it's the pinnacle. It's the perfect combination of cake and pie into one amazing, amazing dessert treat. I love cheesecake. I like uh, all types of cheesecake. Boom, Chocolate chip cheesecake. <laughs> I got. I just got some pumpkin cheesecake at Trader Joe's the other day. Oh my gosh, that, that thing was delicious. Pumpkin cheesecake. Yeah. Oh, that sounds good. I wasn't a pumpkin guy until recently, and the pumpkin cheesecake does sound good. And I do like pumpkin pie too, so pumpkin. I don't know. I'm very, I'm very torn with this question. Mm. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, I'm it's, telling it's, you, man. Fifty-fifty. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. The uh, the answers that come out of this. 
but I like the hierarchy, you know, rating. <laughs> like they're saying the cake is above pie in terms of like. No, the cake, do. the cake is fancy, man. Right. The the pie is like a like a working man. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. That's a good way to put it. I like it. Working man. Working <laughs> man pie. That's fun. <laughs> Pie's amazing. I love all of it. I love all of it. All oh, yeah. right, Tim. I asked. I you asked got the new question. This is the new. This is new for us too. So me and Brian, well, Brian may have heard it, but I've never heard this question. So this is going to be interesting. I asked a guy at work that pie and cake question, and he goes, uh, "He's like a cake because you can't fork a cake." Jesus. But anyway, is that like said, the, the jam well, and the jelly? Uh, okay, you know what a good answer would be? pie because they say you can't have your cake and eat it too there we go <laughs> you can have your pie and eat it too though yeah you can absolutely right? have your pie and eat it too right oh. um so this the same guy has a hilarious answer to this question too what um can't say that one on this one all right <laughs> so what is a smell that is not considered to be a good smell but you secretly like. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. Um, I feel like what I'm going to say, like people do like this smell. Like I like the smell of paint. <laughs> I love that. that I like, like, like not, like it's not like, oh. Yeah, but you're not supposed, like that is, that is definitely there where you're not supposed to like the smell of paint. So we'll give that yeah, one. Yeah, you're not you. supposed to be Nelson's huffing, right? huffing paint. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. It There's used to have lead in it. <laughs> if you can't get the high of a hole in one, you might as well try paint. <laughs> oh, let me tell you, let me tell you a quick story. So when I was younger, um, my parents had a business. They would do like cleaning and painting. So me and my friend, we're helping out on this job and we were painting a bathroom and we closed the door and we're, we're in there painting and painting. And then we're like, <laughs> we, we just got really high. We started like laughing at nothing. And then my dad comes and opens the door and he's like, what are you guys doing in here? We're like, nothing. And we're just cracking up. We were high on the paint. Cause there was like, no, <laughs> there was like no window. We didn't open the window. We were just in there painting for like half an hour, getting high off the fumes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's hysterical. So paint, paint's a good answer. I like that. Brian, what's Let's go with paint. <laughs> yeah, I think this might be, I think this, I don't know if this is common, but I, I honestly kind of like the smell of skunks. Skunks? <laughs> yeah, I kind of like the smell of skunk. That's fantastic. Like, I don't, I don't like actively weed. seek it, but like when I smell it, <laughs> like, and I'm not saying it because it kind of smells like marijuana or anything, but like, I, I just like genuinely growing up before I even knew that it smelled like that. Um, I, I was all in. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty good stuff. I don't get high <laughs> off of it. That's for sure. <laughs> but, uh, it's not gonna be as, as enjoyable of a situation. yeah yeah right i'm gonna have to spend the next couple hours in tomato juice <laughs> but yeah i don't yeah i don't mind that brendan i'm gonna get a lot of looks for this one it's between gasoline and cigarette smoke wow a gasoline i was gonna say gasoline i like gasoline too yeah gasoline's that's but not common. cigarette smoke <laughs> no yeah, that's, yeah no that's, that's, that's i don't know one. why I don't know why, because no one in my family smoked. 
none of us are smokers either. Like no one fucking smokes in my family. And like, for some reason, like, I don't know why I like it, but I, I think I like gasoline a little bit more. And like, yeah, I don't know why I like the smell of gasoline. Cause when you smell gasoline, you're usually supposed to like run away. But for some reason I, I enjoy it. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, it's all about association too. I feel like, especially with the cigarette smoke, you don't have any, like if your family doesn't smoke cigarettes or anything, you don't have any traumatizing experiences with cigarettes. Exactly. Smoke. So maybe you associate it with a, a, a pub. You love a good pub. So I don't, do you, <laughs> we don't, we don't have to tell, say that twice. I do love a good pub. <laughs> but what, what about cigars though? Do you like cigars over cigarettes or what's your take on that? Uh, I mean, yes, but like, people enjoy cigar smokes mm -hmm. people like that's an actual enjoyable yeah. i feel yeah. like where it's like people like the smell of weed sometimes too not mm -hmm. often but like you know what i'm like that's that's normal as well like i feel like cigar smoke is pretty normal like cigarette smoke you don't really hear anyone saying that they enjoy so i don't know why right. i like it but i like gasoline I, I i will i will officially go with gasoline though because i do for some weird reason like the smell of gasoline Fantastic. Good answer. Good answer. Huh. What about you, Tim? Uh, so I, <laughs> I have two. And uh, my first one is the smell of freshly paved tar. Like when you're driving over the road and it's freshly paved. I love that smell. Um, for some reason, it mm -hmm. just... It's a good one. It's a good one. And then the other one is when you crack open a can of tennis balls. Mm -hmm. and tennis balls. <laughs> That's a good one. That is a great one. That is a good, because that is a very distinct smell. Like yeah. you, that is not, it's not like super, dis, you know what I mean? Like it's not super strong, but it's distinct. It's, I would say. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Nelson's like, I'm going to the store right now to buy tennis balls. <laughs> I was thinking about it. I'm like, I don't think I've ever experienced that smell, but you gotta, I, I got to try it. You got to. My yeah, son loves like, markers. When you open up golf balls, like markers. there's no smell. <laughs> unfortunately yeah unfortunately <laughs> golf balls don't don't do it no smell with golf balls nothing nope. with like when you get a new club or anything like that like the closest like, i guess is a golf glove but i mean those that doesn't really oh, even an have old a smell one? either i <laughs> will say one, that gets smelly quick yeah for sure. i will say so i bought i bought a bunch of stuff for my family when i was in at the golf course that i played at they douse douse the shirts in fragrances they douse them in fragrances and i don't know why but like i i smelled like i was like trying to i was trying one on and you know when you like try on something and like you just like get like a quick whiff of like the shirt or something when you're pulling it over like i was like this smells like legitimate roses like what is going on with it <laughs> so like that was like an alt an all-time like this is so weird that like a dude's shirt smells like roses but it does and i kind of <laughs> liked it and so i bought the shirt um uh, <laughs> and i bought everything else too bought stuff for my family so that was nice but yeah that was uh, that could be a different question what's the weirdest time you've ever smelled a good smell like i think that would be up there but uh but yeah that's uh tim that's a great question i like that one a lot <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> Uh, that's a, it's just something, I mean, I work at a fire department and just the answers that come out of that is so <laughs> Jesus, that must, that must be almost there. There must be like some, some life scarring, like oh, answers on that one. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they come quick too. It's not like there's no pause. There's no thinking. It's just boom. Yeah, they've, been, they've been waiting to be asked this type of question. <laughs> <laughs>
burning gas, burning gasoline. No, no, Timmy. No, no, Sean. Yeah. That is not the correct answer. Yeah, it gets way, weirdly specific. And it's just like, oh, that's that's uncomfortable. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's a great question. Not golf related in any way. Not I mean, golf related at all. We don't have too we, many good sense. I, I could have like said uh, my game. Here, I could have said my game because it stinks. <laughs> there, we go. there we go. That's a good segue. You can report back to Dom and Derek that we uh, that we do like to have fun around here. Uh, yeah. so don't worry. I'll let them know. <laughs> oh man. But Nelson, honestly, man, it has been an absolute pleasure talking to you tonight. We thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. Um, you know, anything besides everyone could follow him at at tacos at the turn underscores in between, I believe. Correct. Yeah. But if you search tacos at the turn, it comes up. Yeah, it comes up. Yeah. It, it comes up. Um, don't but, search tacos golf. Don't, no, don't, don't search golf and tacos. Golf that, and those, tacos. That, those guys. Golf That's and tacos guy. is trash. Tacos <laughs> at the turn is where it's at. That's right. I love it. Oh man. But thank you so much, Nelson. We really appreciate your time tonight. Any, any last words, any last words for, for the people? Oh, just that it was great meeting you guys. It was a lot of fun. Appreciate you guys asking me. I was a little bit nervous because I don't think of myself as an interesting guy. <laughs> so like when I, when I was asked to come on the save park golf podcast, I was like, I don't know if I can talk for an hour and you know, when it, it turned out all right. And then you asked me on this, I'm like, can lightning strike twice? Can I do it again? <laughs> and yeah. lightning struck, baby. That's yeah. all right. What are the, what are the all odds? Right. <laughs> awesome. Thanks so much, man. We appreciate it. Thank you guys. Have a great day.